Hi, um, my name's Ruth and I'm part of the Oasis leadership team and um, I'm excited to be able to share with you a little bit um, this morning. Um, you've probably seen that we're looking at a series um, postcards to Italy. I'm sure Pete's already mentioned it. Um, and last week was we were looking at Hebrews chapter 13 verse 1. And I'm going to follow on by looking at the, the next verse, verse 2, and then um, we're calling this one, You're Welcome. Um, you might be imagining, a bit wondering about what that song reference is, uh, called You're Welcome. Um, it's actually from a children's film called Moana. I do like my children's films. Um, I wouldn't look too far into it in terms of theology. But it is a great fun film and I thank God can use anything to speak to us. Anyway, if you've seen it, while I speak, try not to visualise Maui who sings this song. Because he's highly tattooed, larger than life, has a huge physique and describes himself as a demigod. So I'm sorry if that wasn't helpful at all for you, but that's where the where the song title comes from for this for this talk this morning. Um, we're looking at hospitality and you're welcome. Um, I'm looking at that verse which says, and show hospitality to strangers for they may be angels from God showing up as your guests. That's from the, the Passion Translation. The Authorised Standard Version, the ASV puts it like this, Forget not to show love unto strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. It's exciting, isn't it? I love it. This verse builds on really nicely from the previous verse that Peter spoke about last week. He says, no matter what, make room in your heart to love every believer. Love is our foundation and our motivation for everything. An expression of love is found in extending hospitality. So whilst the second verse specifically mentions showing hospitality to strangers, there is a clear application to us as believers. And the amplified version of the verse is helpful because it says, do not neglect to extend hospitality to strangers and then carries on in brackets, especially among the family of believers, being friendly, cordial and gracious, sharing the comforts of your home and doing your part generously. So, as Peter referenced last week, the love that we show to each other as believers is what marks us out and what demonstrates to the world what God is like. So it says in John 13, doesn't it? For when you demonstrate the same love I have for you by loving one another, everyone will know that you are my followers. So as we extend hospitality as an expression of this love to each other, we reveal something of God. And the numerous references that to hospitality throughout the Bible illustrate the importance of this practice. Indeed, we're told to always be ready to practice hospitality, it's Romans 12, and 1 Peter 4 exhorts us to do it without grumbling. So I know that we are in the middle of a pandemic. I know that hospitality in the sense of inviting others into our homes feels difficult for us at the moment. I know that there are seasons that we go through in life that make hospitality in this sense, having people in our homes, easier or more difficult than others. It may be that you have young children around, or you have older children around, 
or um, you're, you're poorly or whatever, there can be easier or difficult, more difficult seasons, I know, to offer hospitality in this kind of way. But I just want to provoke us as a group of believers to be considering what we can do in this area at this time. We are currently allowed to gather socially as groups of up to six inside as well as outside whilst practicing social distancing. I know it can feel like an uphill battle, but I just feel like the significance placed on it in the Bible demonstrates that it will be worth it. Let's be creative and ask Holy Spirit for ideas of how to express hospitality to each other at this time. Unsurprisingly, there's been a dramatic increase in the use of Zoom for things like dinner parties since the start of lockdown. It's not the same, but it is something we can do. Let's be can-do people. The amplified version of the verse that I referenced earlier is helpful too, as it extends the application of the word hospitality to include being friendly, cordial and gracious, doing, doing your part generously. So there are ways of making feel making people even feel welcome or not in whatever context we find ourselves um, the way that we are with people the atmosphere that we kind of exude whether we wave or smile or for just friend generally friendly is always of being hospitable and those kind of things can make someone's day texting someone who comes to your mind um, it's being friendly it's reaching out it's looking out for each other um, in that way. But the verse that we were looking at does go on to suggest that the practice of hospitality actually has a supernatural impact. That through hospitality, heaven and earth meet. It says, show hospitality to strangers, for they may be angels from God showing up as your guests. This reference to the possibility of entertaining angels through extending hospitality to strangers puts all the more value on human interaction and human lives. I just love the reference to Abraham that there is there, in, which is in Genesis 18, where he met three unexpected strangers and prepared and shared a meal with them. Abraham was used to extending hospitality as the practice of hospitality in the Old Testament was seen as a religious duty and was largely the result of their nomadic existence. However, on this occasion, during the course of the meal, one of the guests prophesied that Sarah would become pregnant and have a son within the year. And then before these strangers left, one of whom is referenced as being the Lord, Abraham got to intercede for the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. The two angels then went on to Sodom and were entertained by Lot in his house. How significant was that interaction between Abraham and the angels? What would Abraham have missed if he had not entertained them? And what might have been the outcome for Lot? We don't know any of that. But clearly that interaction, that engagement, that hospitality expressed to those strangers to Abraham was incredibly significant. On the road to Emmaus, two of Jesus' disciples included a stranger in their conversation about recent events. Even as Jesus revealed to them all the references in scripture to himself, they still didn't recognise him. 
as they approached where they were going to their destination, Jesus would have continued on to another place if they hadn't urged him to stay with them. And if they hadn't urged him to eat with them, if they hadn't decided they were going to express hospitality with them. It was only as he took the bread and as he blessed it and he broke the bread and gave it to them that they recognised it was Jesus. What a privilege to have Jesus as a guest. I believe we have the opportunity to entertain Jesus, to have him and the angels as our guests. In Matthew 25, Jesus says, When you saw me hungry, you fed me. When you saw me thirsty, you gave me something to drink. When I had no place to stay, you invited me in. And when I was poorly clothed, you covered me. When the people didn't understand what he meant, they protested that they'd never seen Jesus in these contexts. Jesus then explained to them, when you cared for the least important of these, my little ones, my true brothers and sisters, <clears throat> you demonstrated love to me. Our actions towards others, however seemingly insignificant, impact Jesus. This may not mean literally inviting strangers into your home. It may simply mean making others feel welcome in whatever way and context that you can. It may even mean to support charities working to clothe, feed and house those who are literally strangers in a country, refugees or asylum seekers here or abroad, or those who are homeless or are, who are fleeing domestic violence. What is key is that the significance of these actions should not be underestimated and that there's clearly a supernatural element that occurs when we extend hospitality to others. Also, don't forget that Jesus is the most welcoming person and the best host that you will ever meet. He has rooms prepared for us in his house and banquets of delights waiting for us to eat. He invites every single one of us, young and old, rich and poor, to partake of his hospitality and generosity and he does not hold back. Parties are constantly going on in heaven. He doesn't keep his distance. <laughs> it's as we encounter him, his goodness, his generosity and his love and kindness that we are equipped <clears throat> to extend that to others. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you that you welcome us. I thank you that you stand there with arms open wide to welcome every single one of us, no matter our age, our background, our race agenda you just welcome us and you love expressing hospitality towards us you are the best host thank you that you love on us jesus thank you jesus that as we experience that love that acceptance that celebration of ourselves we are able then to express that to others and i pray jesus that you would just give us 
ideas, help us to be creative as how we can in this time express this um, hospitality which is so important, which has such a supernatural element to it as well. I thank you for the privilege of being able to host you in our homes, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you come close to us. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you that you're with us this week. And um, thank you, Jesus, that we get to meet with you and be with you and be embraced by you. Amen. Thank you.